Our number two, the run home with Joel and Fletch, joined by our New Zealand audience. Uh, hello to you uh, listening locally on the wireless. Otherwise, you can get the whole show through the app. If you want to have your say throughout the show, text double eight double three. This is in New Zealand. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram at Joel Fletch SEN. If you have missed the first hour of the show, the podcast, of course, through Apple and Spotify. Waiting for you. We're also on YouTube where you can subscribe to that. Coming up on the show a little bit later on, Scotty Sattler and Jason Woogie Matthews. Time to talk a bit of cricket, Brian. You've got us into that fact. I've got yes. a fact for you. Amazon Prime will announce the return of season three of the test. Awesome. Lamenting all things cricket. Lamenting. That's it, not lamenting. <laughs> lamenting. <laughs> Focusing on the 2023 Ashes series in England. Now, the Australia's test squad has been announced. Alex Carey keeps the gloves after Inglis took his spot in the ODI side during the World Cup. Mitch Marsh gets a spot. Mitchy Marsh. And uh, Cam Green maintains his role. Is that under the pump a bit or not, Brian? Uh, no, nah, he's got a big future. He's only yeah. a young. He's only a young fella. Yeah, he's only a young man. He's, uh, I think they might go with Mitch though. They'll go with the Bison. Yeah, sure. Oh no. Yeah, but uh, Cam's around. Uh, speaking <laughs> about Mitches, are we going to talk about this story? This is ugly. Mm. Old ex-players coming out. It's a massive feud. Is it a Fletchy feud? That's not. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. I, <laughs> I, I like Mitch and I like Davey. Oh. But um, it's a, there's some issues. Do we know where it stemmed from? Well, tell us what's happened first. Well, yeah. Mitchie, Mitchie came out and uh, in the Western Australian, I think he's doing a, a bit of... Um, he's got a ghost rider. <laughs> so he came out and he was just hammering, and mm. he's hammered him for the last couple of days, Davey Warner, saying why is he getting a, a bit of a send-off when you know, he still hasn't Copped his punishment. Well, he did cop his punishment. He said people haven't forgotten about Mitch, sandpaper games. Mitch Johnson's raising that. Unbelievably. It's when teammates go bad. Yeah. That's a TV show coming out. <laughs> was he in that team of 2018? Mitch no, Johnson? No, no, no. He wasn't no. there. But he, they played together. Yep. But there must be some serious animosity between the two. Gibbo, you're yep. all things um, cricket. You know everything. Animosity as well. Yeah. What? 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 Do we know what's happened there between him and... And he had a crack at... Uh, Bailey as well, didn't he? No, I don't know. Yeah, M- Mitch Johnson, it's weird. You sort of thought that these cricketers are all band of brothers, you know. You never go against the book sort of mm. thing or you never go against your other guys. It's bizarre. But, I mean, people could sort of see that David Warner is a bit prickly and he probably gets under the skin of a all the people he's playing against and then now it looks like his teammates. But it was just a bit uncalled for, I thought. Yeah. Like, I mean, David Warner, regardless of if you like him or not, he'll go down as one of the greats of Australian cricket. Yeah. And the way that in he all came forms. in, in all forms, and the way that he came in as a 2020 specialist, like he debuted against South Africa in T20, he was scoring hundreds for fun, and then went over to test test matches. Uzi Quadra has come out and just said how good he is and how good he will go down. I, I, it seems a bit petty from Mitchell Johnson. Like well, well, unless there's something come out. That that's maybe we we could get to the bottom of that. Maybe Mitch needs to come out and say, "Well, he did this to me," and everyone will go, "Yeah, great of the anus." <laughs> he goes down the path of the Warner stuff, right? Sandpaper Gate, mm. like, or if they, what are they going to do? Like when they celebrate, is Bunnings going to sell out a sandpaper? Do one, Mitch. And then he goes into the the story about George Bailey and how close the head of selectors yeah. is to the team. They're playing golf. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because uh, feels like the Australian cricket team's built on that relationship mm. between everyone at different levels. But why? But why, Mitchie's just gone boom. Why would it matter to Mitch if Warner gets a send-off? Like, it's a bit... Well, like it, is it not, Fletch, do you think it's surprising that if Steve Smith, Cam Bancroft and Dave Warner are doing work to the ball, that the bowlers had no idea? Ah, well, that's... 
I mean, like, come on. Mm. You you would know that, but they paid they paid their price. Of course, well, Cam Bancroft, I feel like, is the last one who hasn't sort of yeah. been he gotten his retribution, which I think is going to happen soon. He, they, well, they're saying well, that's the irony, isn't it? That yeah, he might right. replace Warner in the wow. in the team as the opener. He's the one that's looking good because it was Pukowski, right? Yep. Yeah. And then he's had his issues. But Bancroft's been a killing it. He might have yep. the most runs in the Shield. He does. Last year, he scored 945 runs in the Shield. He's leading. I think he scored four or 300 this year. So he's scored a lot of runs. But, yeah, that three-way bat-off is still to come. I'd like to see Bancroft back in because he, was, sure. at, he was only a young fella. Yep. He, was the, he was the one doing it, obviously. He got caught, the, on, got the, caught mm. on the camera. He, it wasn't his idea, obviously. Um and he's, I would like to see him back if, I mean, he, his form warrants it, yeah. doesn't it? What about, uh, just looking at this to try and see where is David Warner in the all-time. So Verinda Sawag is just in front of him. Are you uh, talking average? Well, sure? just total runs firstly. So he's almost about to crack 8,500. Next in line is, so he's only about 63 runs away from, or 53 runs away from Vivian Richards. Yeah, but average. Oh, yeah, he's only six off... He's, he's average is inferior. I, I, 40, 44. I suppose the haters come yeah. out and say he's never <clears throat> batted well in England or never batted well in India. They, they're saying, oh, he's pretty good here, mm. yeah. New Zealand and South Africa. But even, like, you look at his white ball career, like, he was pretty important for Australia at the 50-over World Cup. And I think people are just quickly forgetting that. Mm. Like, obviously, I'm sure his test... He scored 200 at the Boxing Day test last year. Well, he, and Brandy was saying this morning on Brecky that his average is like 20-odd yeah. for the last couple of years. But he's a champion. And I, why don't we want champions to go out on top and get their moment? Because it doesn't always happen. I know. I'm desperate to know what happened. Yeah, Desperate you, to know what's... Book? Do you think? Tell oh, maybe. You reckon Mitchie's got one coming out? Um, I'd say so, but I'd be reading Dave Warner's book more than I'd be reading Mitch Johnson's book. Yeah, well, Davey Warner punched the face off Joe Root. <laughs> he did. It, it seems pretty hectic that a teammates would do that. Like, you, it's one thing to say it, right? Yeah. Like, to say it on a radio show or even on a TV show, let's say on uh, Sports Sunday, an ex-player goes on and goes to the panel and says something. But to write a column in yeah. your name... We've had time to think to about go, it. Yeah. yeah, to think about it, to write it down, and then to, you know, bring George Bailey in as 1B in the in the topic. Like, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. I'm going to hammer Rico now. I've got a, I've got a dossier on Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening, Rico. It's you, my friend. You want me to get yourself? Hey, boys, time for another quick fact. Can I do oh, one? Oh, yeah, let's go. So, boys, I've just stumbled across. Now I'm on to mammals. What about this? Ugly mermaid. The mermaid legend may have originated with a group of mammals collectively known to science as sirens. I didn't know that. Commonly, oh, commonly, yeah, commonly referred to as sea cows, these creatures, which include the dugong and the oh, manatee, are about oh. the same size as a human being and from a distance somewhat resemble a, a woman with the tail of a fish. Female sea cows have prominent breasts on the front of their bodies. <laughs> near their forelimbs, and a flattened tail, which sometimes is forked. Close up, however, the resemblance... <laughs> close up, though, the resemblance of a mermaid vanishes. Your sacks are forked. A sea, cow, <laughs> a sea cow has a chubby, rounded face with small eyes, a cleft upper lip, and a bristly 
Mustache. <laughs> Looks like Gibbo's Tinder date the other week. <laughs> <laughs> but they've, they've really morphed. If that's what the mermaid slash merman was off, they've really sort of taken a long way, haven't they? But they're saying from a distance. Yeah. As Bette Midler says, from a distance. <laughs> yeah, so the manatees, we've had, we've um, covered the manatees. Mm. They, they're getting into each Randy, other. There's a little yeah. bit of uh, yeah. incest, too. Yeah. <laughs> the manatee, they pork on their brothers. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep them coming through. One round of 01 11 70. To have your say or text 0457 736 736. Also, a reminder that Cam Bancroft played for Australia on the 2019 Ashes Tour and opened with Warner as soon as their 12 month ban finished. He was dropped. Yeah, people do forget that, yeah. Brett, they, that he did get a chance. It was only, however, briefly. But he did get a chance, that is for sure. Chase says his strike rate, Warner, he's talking about. 8,000 runs, test runs as an opener yeah. is nuts. Well, you're right, because <laughs> uh, his numbers as far as amount of runs average is very, very slim, similar to David Gower. Yeah, Davey Gower. But he was very slow at the crease. Mm. Good so helmet, Davey's done it. But Davey yeah. came in in, that, in the generation of the T20s. You know, it was just starting to go. and Blast away. Bigger what? bats? Mm. Yeah, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a fact on no, that? No, no, no. The bigger bats, I think, is a myth. The great uh, Sir Vivian Richard said that he was getting his own bats custom made. Mm. And he was a little bit... Um, he said we had thicker bats. Yep. So... Vivi was the Michael. The master blaster. And remember, <laughs> a quick fact, I'm not from this book. Do you think Vivian ever wore a helmet against anyone? No. Oh, the floppy hat. You're going to tell me one person, aren't you? He was very, very close. After T, I don't know what year, it might have been 1978, Australia <laughs> went to the West Indies and Tomo was bowling. Oh. And they said Tomo was just going absolutely berserk. And he actually tried it on. Vivian tried it on in between uh, T. And stumps and oh, at T, sorry, but yeah. didn't come back out. Didn't he? Nope. He never wore it. He never wore Against, it. Against, uh, but he was close to Tomo. Wow, isn't that a good fact? That's a great fact. I and do like that. Fact, do another bro. one about no, why seals cry? Or, you know why seals cry? Why do they cry? Is this uh, a joke or is it a fact? No, it's not. <laughs> because the tears. Okay, seals on land often look miserable, with tears trickling down their cheeks. In fact, tears have nothing to do with emotional state. As with some other aquatic creatures, the tears produced naturally by seals to lubricate the eyes normally drift off into the surrounding water. There is no need for the duck running from the eyes to nose that is found in land mammals, including humans. We don't need it. Yeah. I think seal broke. I think seal <laughs> cried when he broke out with Heidi <laughs> The run home with Joel and Fletch. You're listening to the run home with Joel and Fletch on a bright sunny day, a beautiful afternoon here in Sydney. Uh, in a city of Sydney where we are at the putting green at Moor Park Golf Club. We appreciate their company. Come on down if you want to have a putt off. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We're here thanks to MFP Easy, voted Queensland's best fiberglass pool builder. And Sonos, game-changing sound this festive season. Time to do this, Brian. Rightio, it's Monday bingo with Robbie. Robbie from the Golden West Brom. We're about to do the sports update. Yes. All right, thanks for schnitz. Um, I wonder how many Rob can tick off for us. How are you, Robbie? Yeah, good yourself, boys. How are you? I actually want to talk about uh, my uh, golf the whole weekend. That's so fine. That all right? Go- yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, firstly, welcome back, Gibbo. You won't remember where the Austin's button is, so that's very good. Thank you. 
Um, boys, um, <laughs> you could have got you could have got twenty to one minimum yesterday at the start. Hey, of, Dave, of Dave play. knows where it is though. Okay, yeah, twenty to oh, one Dave. for for Wakim. Yeah, before the start of play yesterday. Oh, so that was yeah. unbelievable. I'll tell you what, Wakim can really walk him. He can. Now, Fletch, if you want to get your money back on Leishman, yes. tomorrow in Victoria, country Victoria, you can get eight to one on him. He's playing in a cathedral invitational with Adam Scott and uh, Cam Smith and another 30 golfers. It's a two-round event. So you can, you can get eight to one if you want. All right, I think he's, yeah. That's a lot of golf, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon he's. I reckon he might be a little bit burned out. So, boys, I was sort of off the grid because we were away up the, up the coast, but how did our man Cam go? No good. No good. No. Nah. He's, he's in a bit of a rut, mm. so, to, so to speak. But uh, it, was, what, it was a great uh, afternoon. How good was that playoff, Robert? Oh, it was fantastic. Those two shots he hit into, the, into the, both greens were unbelievable. He missed mm. the first part, but he got the second one. But what an no, advertisement! What an advertisement that Australian Open was as a fifth major around the world. With those crowds there, they were unbelievable, weren't they? Yeah, it was a great advertisement. Uh, as we lamenting, <laughs> oh, he's, uh, he's, had, he's had a crack at us here, Rob. Because <laughs> we're not very—I mean, speak for you. I was speaking for myself. Don't you here. say advertisement. Advertisement. Yeah. Advertisement. Yeah. Do you say advertisement? No, advertisement. 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 Great advertisement. Mm. Uh, what else, Rob? I've got four A grades for you. It's, it's, it's pre-empting. They haven't actually done it yet, but they're four golfers. We all know John Rahm's going to live golf. Yep. There are three more that's going as well. Max Homer, mm-hmm. Patrick Candle, Patrick Candelay, and Xander mm-hmm. Shuffle. So, oh. you know, they take half, half the PGA Tour, they reckon. Wow. So, I mean... It's just they're just decimating the ranks. Well, well, now you can play it. I don't know why you wouldn't go there. What, what would stop you from going there, Rob? Getting invited. Yeah. They don't just take anyone. No, that's right. They don't take Tom, Dick or Harry. But anyone who's asked, I'm saying, you just oh, go you're off. Especially if you're getting 100. Yeah. Well, what, what did Neiman get? He got 100, didn't he? Like that. Oh, a little, yeah, something about 100 million. But these golfers have got to commit by December 31st whether they're going to live golf or not. That's the deadline. Right, and that's tax free because you know they've got the bodgy, oh, the bodgy addresses. Hundred million <laughs> tax free. If you're hanging around Florida, you're only paying three percent. Outstanding. Some of them are just, yeah, it is good. Uh, what else, Robert? Uh, but are, you, are you walking or are you in the car? Because usually no, it's your five no, k walk. Yeah, I'm in the car today, boys. I thought I'd give you a ring in the car, so I'm not breathing heavily. Over you're ringing a bit early, radio, so. Yeah, so I like it when you breathe heavily. You there for, boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're here uh, for the rest of the week. Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Why don't you come out to a real golf course out west? Like Stonecutters um, Ridge. Stonecutters. We do. We <laughs> do. Um, I would. I've played out there. It's just a bit it's a bit far for me. You know, I'd like to be I'd like this just be close to home in case something goes wrong. I can just go into my garage. Hey, trivia for you, Robbie. <laughs> Who won the Hero World Challenge this weekend? Uh, Scotty Scheffler won and yep. uh, fantastic win by Scotty Scheffler. And Tiger finished on, I think, about even par. But he, he's still limping. He's still limping oh, okay. in front. Yeah, that's he's not from an injury, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've heard. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. why didn't Jason Day come into the Australian Open? What, what was all that about? Because he was, get, he was getting more money to play in the Hero Challenge. Oh. Yeah, he was no hero that Bahamas. day. 12 shots off the uh, off the victor. Yeah, but he should have come back and played here. Yeah. I mean, he, 
I mean, it's nice on the way up, but you've got to remember the people coming the way down, I don't even know what's going on in the background. But it's Fair call. Fair call. Good on you, Rob. We'll catch you later, mate. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is the run home with Joel and Fletch. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to do that, or text 0457. 736736. Let's do the sports update, please. Can we, uh, Disco? It's a Schnitz Schnugget Sports Schnupdate. Got that winning taste right now? Schnitz. Handcrafted schnitzels, made fresh, made just for you. Rightio, Brian, a little bit windy here now, Ooh. which will suit those on the first hole. Uh, <laughs> just put it out to the left, boys. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let's go helmet to helmet. Now usually we've got our doyen of all things helmets. Yep. And that's the tourist, but he's overseas at the moment. The Niners, Brian, as you heard from the coal miner earlier, they've announced themselves as the favourites. They've thumped the league leading Eagles forty two to nineteen in a high scoring affair. Debo Samuel, he's one of those names you hear often. Three touchdowns in the match. Jalen Hurts left the game to a HIA. So we'll see how that plays out. Rookie CJ Stroud outguns Russell Wilson. Wilson! <laughs> to end the Broncos' five-game win streak. He's going good, this kid, this CJ Stroud. Yeah. He's going real good. Texans winning 22 points to 17. Uh, it's their seventh win this season, more than 2021 and 2022. And it's a rookie quarterback who's doing all of that to this point. Other results, the Packers, they defeat the Chiefs 19, 27-19 rather at Lambeau. Chargers beat the Patriots 6-zip at Foxborough. Mate, they are going awful, Patriots. Yeah, well, that's the tourist team. He he reckons... Um, he refuses to... Tanking. He refuses yeah. to buy into Belichick. That's right. He said, no way. Yep. We're not letting him go. I think it could be time. Dolphins 45-15 over the Commanders. Boys, did you see the, the ruckus and the noise around? So in the National Championship, which you've been to one, Brian, in the college... I've been to two. You've been to two. Much. Thank you very much. That's what happens when you... Hanging around high-flying Texans. <laughs> and who did you say you are the quarterbacks that were playing when you were there? Uh, Trevor Lawrence? And Tui. And Tui. Sorry, Tui was the quarterback, but he got um, replaced by Jalen. Jalen Hurts were both Alabama. Both Alabama. He was the backup, Jaylen. Okay, so just on them, right? So they, they do all the rankings. And what happens is it's going to change, I think, next year to the top eight. Because what they normally do is just pick four teams, one plays four, Two plays three, and then the winner of those play for the national championship. Oh, yeah. Because it's, 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 usually it's voted by the media, isn't yeah, it's it? It's a little bit vo I don't know how it's yeah. voted, but it is based on your record. Now, the, the conjecture is that Alabama, whose record, they've already been beaten by Georgia, I think it was. Mm -hmm. So they're not undefeated, but they've been included in the four. Florida State have been thumping teams and are undefeated, and they've left them out of the... Yeah, but I think it's got. A, a, it's a bit like the metrics that we were talking about. Super League. Yeah. Ratings and that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, ratings, crowds. Yeah. Strength of schedule. Strength is of massive. schedule. Yeah. That is massive. Which you call here at the golf. I call Brian. that sauce. What's it called at the golf? What? When uh, is the call? Is it a course index? Ah, uh, yes, the slope ratings and all that sort of stuff. No, no, the the, the course rating itself. Uh, how like, difficult it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the different um, different conferences. You're playing against um, better teams, yeah. where some teams just come. You know, they get the rails run. But a lot of people think they should be there, which they're not at the moment. Uh, so the NCAA rankings, Michigan. Yes, Michigan. Yes. Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, lamenting. Lamenting. Lamenting, lamenting Michigans. Michigan, Washington, <laughs> uh, Texas, Alabama, FSU, which is Florida, Florida. State. And Georgia. Yeah. And they've, they've been on fire too, I think, Georgia. Well, they were, they were the number one 
seed for most of the year, and it was championship week. So all the divisions play their championship game, the top two. So Georgia rank one was against rank eight Alabama, and Bama won twenty-seven to twenty-four. Oh, so that's down. what happened. They've fallen at, or fallen out to six. Yeah, that makes sense. And FSU, they won the ACC sixteen-six over Louisville, who was fourteenth ranked. So that's where it is. Like because they've beaten Georgia, yep. they've sort of taken over Florida State there, who were fourth leading into championship. Work. Fair enough. So uh, Florida couldn't do anything, right? They just had to beat the team. Yep, they did it. But because of this upset, it's pushed them out. And that's why they're blowing up. Oh, right. So if Georgia got the job done... Oh, no, Georgia... Yeah, would, well, Georgia got the job done. They probably would have stayed in first. Michigan, second. Washington, and then Texas. So, yeah, technically... They're cooked. Yeah. Arsenal keep their spot at the top, lads, with a 2-1 win over the Wolves. Liverpool sneak home with a 4-3 win over Fulham. They trailed 3-2. Ten minutes left in regular time. That's got two late goals to get the three points. Uh, Anfield's a fortress for Liverpool this season. 11 wins from 11 games, so they're absolutely flying in all competitions. Those games at Anfield at home. Spurs still a point at Man City, courtesy. They needed that, didn't they? That was big. Yeah. That was big, and it was at City, too. That that was the... Um, up, that, I reckon that was good. They're getting a few players back. I'm missing four four regulars. But they're, Spurs? They're, some it's the best team back. in yeah. Europe, yeah. Dejan Kulusevski to salvage a three-all draw, which they need. They've had a few draws, haven't they, this year? Other results, Chelsea got a win over Brighton. Newcastle take care of Man United, who aren't the team they once were in the La Liga. Barcelona 1-0 over Atletico Madrid. And if you're wondering why we're talking about these sports, such as the Premier League, such as the Helmet to Helmet, because you, we, we were listening to Brandy and Vossi, and they were asking about what other sports you like beyond NRL, and they like these sports. They love these sports. Um, Matildas lose lose five nil to Canada. Yeah, don't read too much into that. It was only a friendly, and our man. Uh, oh, there's whispers that Tony Gustafsson oh, really? he might be going back to uh, Sweden. Yes, they asked him. He's he, denying it though, isn't he? He, he denied it. He loves his girl. But Eddie, Eddie denied it too. Uh, and, and the um, the Seppos were after him. Oh right, he didn't get it. He was with the Seppos. He was, yeah. but he was going to go back. Had he won with the Seppos? Yes, he has. Yeah, yeah. he's the Mickey. Mm. Yes, Skibbo? Another sport, I guess, that some people do like to hear about is uh, Rugby Sevens. Australia won the Abu Dhabi, the Dubai Sevens competition over the weekend, beating New Zealand in the final. Yeah, that's, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. How about a fact about, a, about an ugly dugong? Yeah, well... That's more interesting. Can I, can they I, look like a mermaid from behind. Can I... Okay, hang on, well, hang on, hang on, Gibbo. Can I just... Let, let's just peel back the curtain. So, we're going through the sports shop date, thanks yep. to Schnitz. And... We've skipped over the we've skipped over the rah rah, mm. and then Gibbo's gone. Well, I've got a fun fact for you. Oh right, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry about that, boys. But can I? I just thought of a thing that I wanted to shout out. The freshwater board riders uh, surf team. They made the grand final, which is in March next year. Lane Beachley oh, surfed yeah. in that co- team, and it, it happened a month ago. But I don't think anyone's mentioned yeah, it on any yeah. other radio show. So shout out to the freshie board riders. Bondi and we, we'd flog you. We got a few ring-ins. You got a few ring-ins, yeah, but you'll be in the final. So March next year up at Burley Heads, and that's going to suit Freshwater. So I'm just trying to get some extra credit points with all the Freshy board riders. Nice. Okay. So they give me a few extra waves out there. Gibbo, if you had to plot the most <laughs> successful uh, yep. areas where surfers have come from in Australia, yep. What would you say? Uh, Gold Coast, because yes, uh, so. they had the cooler kids: Joel Parkinson, Mick Fanning, Dingo Morrison. They also had Rabbit Bartholomew and Steph Gilmore. So yeah. I'd say Gold Coast. Is that the best better. surfing in Australia? Where, where would you say typically? I know. Well, the Ooh, standard of surfing. Summer content. The standard of surfing in this country, I think, is 
unbelievable. Like, you go to most beaches, there are people who are ripping left, right, and center. Mm. Yeah, they, they, I agree. But to yeah. get to that next level, why is yeah. it the Brazilians always? Because they just they well, like scrapping a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> they like scrapping. And because I think over here, you can be a free surfer without doing competitions and make a good wage. Where if you're Brazilian, oh, you need right. to be, you need to like go into competitions to make money. So, Lane Beachley, if you see me out surfing at Freshwater, can you stop going on all my waves? Oh, do you hustle her? I don't hustle her, but she she, she, she takes what but she wants. But she's a seven times world champion. She can do whatever she wants. Uh, yeah. Of course she can. Of well, course she can. Yeah. What about the, the eighth? He, he was spotted down our way on the weekend. Yeah. Sp- Sparman saw him out there. Joey the, Johns. Yeah. <clears throat> he can do whatever he wants as well. Of course, immortal, the eighth. Maybe not in the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Um, can I just... Uh, this is uh, fresh in my mind. Nara Matt, we'll just talk... Can I go back to... Yeah, yeah, of course you can. Uh, the, the Mitch Johnson, Dave Warner... Mm. Uh, Farrakis. Jens, mm. uh, if you read the article, Mitch Johnson is spot on, Re Water and Bailey. He's had the courage, to be honest, and call it how it is, unlike some other former players who blow with the wind Ooh. and look after their mates. Warner's test form has been atrocious over the last three years. Average, 26. Yep. And Bailey is way too close to the team to make objective decisions. Facts. Oh. That's good. Good on you. What, what do you think about that windblower? Uh, I blow on the wind, yeah. <laughs> I'm a heavy windblower. But I wouldn't come out public. Even if I dead said hated Rico, which I do, um, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't air my dirty laundry out here. Like, I just think, even though you've played with each other, then unless there's some certain uh, issue that's happened, that we can come out and go, oh, yeah, Mitch was right. Yep. You know, like maybe he kicked... Mitch's cat, <laughs> or, or got his, you know, his pigeon. Get the book, Brian. Get I, the book. I've got the book here. Do you want another one? I'd love another one. I'd love another one. Do you know it's where Oscar's got his name from? Oscar. The Oscars, the the, the no. award, no. the trophy. No. It's got to be a guy called Oscar. The Academy it? of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, which is the body which names, which awards <laughs> the annual Oscars, was born 1927. It was then that more than 30 leading figures in the U.S. film industry met to establish a non-profit organization. The group included Mary Pickford, yeah. Douglas Fairbanks, and a director called Cedric Gibbons, who... Oh, on a, <laughs> Cedric. Uncle, Uncle yeah, Ced. On a tablecloth, who on a tablecloth at a banquet in Hollywood's Biltmore Hotel, sketched the design for a statue. His design became the model, bah, bah, bah. Oh, that Oscar <laughs> was christened. Where's Oscar come from? <laughs> Dave, you had a chance to Oscar oh, the Oscars. Oh, here we Thanks go. Thanks a lot. Hey, beat it, Dave. <laughs> go back to writing comedy for Craig McLaughlin again. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. There we go. Why is his name Oscar? Because he looks exactly like my uncle, Oscar. <laughs> oh, that is the worst story. Oh. Well, I didn't Did say... you even read that before you no, got to it? I didn't bet it. I didn't bet it. My uncle. I didn't bet it. He looks like... Oh, we've, got to, we've got to get to the news. one 300 Mark Braybrook with the NRL News. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on this cracking afternoon. A bit of a, an easterly blowing, Brian, would you say that? Uh, yeah, Southeaster. A bit of a Southeaster here at Moore Park. Moore Park Golf Club, magnificent afternoon. Plenty of smiles around here and yep. enjoying the beautiful sunrise. <laughs> I bet these people don't know here, Brian, there's 196 countries and we happen to be in this one. I don't reckon they do. And I tell them, give them that stat there, because uh, listener, we've got, uh, we've got no, not facts. Yeah. Just one more time mm. uh, with feeling yeah. about, and look, we've got listeners here, just their heads are just turned around like, yeah. a, like one of those fast pigeons. Yeah. 
Um, there's actually only 195 <laughs> countries in the world, but let's not talk about <laughs> no, that. Well, Taiwan, it depends whether you count yeah. that. Oh, well, don't talk about that when oh. they're listening. Yeah. Um, let's do <laughs> the... what you took. Tell, tell everyone about the going up the coast <laughs> and you've got the barrier reef. Oh, you right. want to hear that one? I yeah. want to hear that one. Just explain, and when will yeah. I use that? Well, you know what, Brian? Mm. Uh, and this relates to this morning when the young bloke didn't want to help me out with the work. Even though we didn't have to do it, we chose to do it, Brian. Yes. Because when you head up the east coast of Australia... East coast, I'm going up the road. And you get towards the Great Barrier Reef. It's on the right. Right, you've got the lake side and you've got the ocean side. Yep. It's the same reef on both sides. Yes. But on the lake side, Brian, the... The coral there is colourless, dim, lifeless, frail, not much pepular pewing. Bit like my sex life, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the beach side is a bit more like Gibbo's sex yes. life, right? It's vibrant. Mm. It's bustling. It's colourful. It's loud, proud. It is strong. Why? Because on the beach side, it's been challenged and asked major questions every day. Okay. On the lake side, and this is a good metaphor for life, it's in its comfort zone. It's doing the same thing every day. Not much is changing. As a result, use it or lose it, it becomes frail, dim, colourless, oh, lifeless. Okay. So you've got to get out. You've got to challenge yourself. So we could have lied around this morning, even though we didn't have to move that carpet, Brian. But we chose on this occasion to go and be on the beach side where it is challenged by the elements. Didn't you have to do it, but otherwise you wouldn't have new carpet? Well, I don't know what the rules were. I just did it. Okay. I just well, did it. Good. Well, that, the, the tradies, the carpet loads are probably sitting back going, what about this Joel Kane? <laughs> I've just come in. I was going to do it. And he's just sitting back. Well, were they in the kitchen having bacon egg rolls or something? Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate milk? Playing cards. All that oh, sort of thing. God love them. Mm. God love them. I tell you what, I cannot wait till five o'clock. What's at five? Sats and, Sats and Woogie. Sats and the Woogmeister. And I've got a bone to pick with the Woogmeister. Hey, I'll tell you what I did, Brian. I know this is summer content, but... We are actually in summer now, so we can do that. Coming back from Port Macquarie yesterday, mm. we pull over at Raymond Terrace, I think it oh, was. Oh, yes. Raymond Terrace. So take your pick. You've got the Maccas. Great Maccas. You've Great. got the, the Guzmany Gomez. You've got the KFC. Heather Bray Pies. Heather Bray Pies. Heather Bray Pies. <laughs> so I was the only one who went there. Did you go to HB? I went to Heather Bray Pies, and I bought some take-home packs as well. Mate, their sausage rolls are outstanding. Yeah. Are you a fan? Uh, yeah, I, I'm into the Thai spring rolls, uh, Thai sausage rolls. Got a little hint of coriander. Okay. That were, I found them at Coles. Mm. Oh, that was a doozy. So just a hint turns them into a, tro- a Thai sausage roll. Well, no, there's also sweet chilli uh, sauce oh, that you add to it. Yeah. And uh, also some green curry into it. Oh, yep. yeah, that's lovely. And some sum tum. Sum tum. Uh, that pet, is no, tum. Pet, oh, sum tum. tum. <laughs> pet, pet. Uh, what's my other thing I like in Thai? No, that's it. That's it? <laughs> right, okay, Brian, what do you think about this? Time to do some NRL news. So let's go with this disco. It's an NRL news update. Subscribe to SEN League on YouTube and the SEN Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Disco's been good, Brian. Been very good. It hasn't skipped a beat. What about this? I, I love this situation because this is going to, and our man Tony Kemp, colleague over there at SENZ, this is going to make things very, very interesting because the old boys, as they call it, which Kempe's one of those, have been very adamant and they've been very vocal around the fact that it should be a Kiwi coaching the team. Yep. Then all of a sudden this lands. Wayne Bennett puts his hand up for the Kiwis job. Assisted Stephen Kearney in 2008. Michael Maguire stood down to take the Blues job, as we know, over the past week. He's got a big passion for the international game, but he finishes up at the Dolphins at the end of 2024. Yep. 
So therefore, he could roll straight into that black jumper of the Kiwis. What do you think about this? Because um, how would the old boys receive this news? Would they be as adamant as they have been around Maguire, who had a slashing win? Well, that, that, that doesn't make sense. It, they, they, they cannot... If, that, if the old boys didn't want M Maguire there... They've got to hold firm, don't they? Then how would they want Wayne Bennett? Well, he's the great. I know he's the great, but he hasn't done what... Michael Maguire has, has, has just done. done. No, that's right. That's right. So they they got a, they, unless they get him as an assistant, which they have done in previous times. But who's going to coach? Who's would he, would he coach? do that again as an assistant? I reckon he would. You reckon? He'd do anything for cash. He likes his cabbage. <laughs> does, <laughs> does I mean, who doesn't though? Really? <laughs> yeah. Look at me. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Maguire wants to ring stars back to Origin. Now Jack White retired from Origin to Kangaroos last year. Maguire and White and worked together at the Raiders last season. Could you see that happening? I could. I could definitely can see that happening. That was a big... Like, this year when you're seeing Turbo go down and Latrell not available and you're just looking at Jack White and going, oh, geez, that would solve some problems. But good on Jack because Jack came out and said, look, it's my last... At the time it wasn't... He hadn't signed with Sales. No. But he said, I just want to put all my yep. uh, efforts into the Raiders to yep. get him... And, he, him knowing that he, that was his last year there. So I thought that was quite admirable. Yeah, I did too. So if he's got... How long did he signed? Four years at, at the Bunnies? Three or four years, yep. I think he's got. So he's an origin player. Yep. Like, he, that's what you need. Yep. He's a big, strong bloke. And, um, so if he's available, I would say Madge would be grabbing him. I don't think you play him at six, though. So he is there any other player in the competition who's done what he's done? He's a, He has won a Clive Churchill medal and a Dally M. Is there anyone in the comp? Nathan Cleary's not won a Dally M, has he? Yes. Nathan Cleary has no, won a Dally no, M. No, no, sorry. Uh, Jonathan Thurston. No, the current player. Oh, is he gotcha. the only current player with the Clive Churchill and the Dallium? Yep. From memory, that'd be right, wouldn't it? Munster? Nope. Uh, I think you're right. So Someone think, well, Kiri hasn't won one. Um, Dylan Edwards certainly hasn't won one. Although he would have been close a couple of times. Anyway, if you do know, let us know. Adam Dewey, boys, Fatima could do in the Telegraph. Right. So the West Tigers won't be taking further action against a remorseful Adam Dewey after he made a controversial comment on a social media post supporting the inclusion of LGBTQ plus athletes and supporters in sport. Dewey left the comment embarrassing post under a post on the English Premier League's Instagram account on how to speak about LGBTQ plus inclusion. Is he allowed to write something like that? Well, he's come out and he sat down with the Integrity Commission and the Tigers and explained himself. His explanation was it was an embarrassing post to say that you have to explain how to talk yes. to members of the community. Yeah, well, that, that could also be... Does it does it pass the pub test? I think it does. I think it does, yeah. I think it does, for sure. And you know what my A grades are? My A grades are the... Anyway, we'll get to it. But the people that then hammer him in social media going, you know, like, oh. seriously... And then attacking him personally. The high horses. Oh, the high horses without even listening to him. And then they turn around and go, so how about you play four games in a row? And these are people who are just... Anyway. Well, yeah. that, anyway, is, that, is that not the irony of it? Like, he, he writes yeah. something and it's like, oh, maybe I should have thought about what I'm writing. But then the people that are blowing up at him are writing all this personal stuff about yeah. him on social media yeah. because he's written two words. Like, it doesn't look good initially. But, but, then the, but, but the, he's explained but then what himself. What they're saying, I know, is ridiculous. But there was a girl that came him. out. There yes, was a girl. I saw you read that, that post. I, calling him a oh yeah. Well, well, even worse. 
Yeah. It, yeah. it was like worse than than what he said. And turning around, like I just thought. Did he did he bite or did he shoulder arms? Uh, I don't know whether no, it, it wasn't connected. Oh, okay. It was. It yeah, was, that this was on Instagram yeah, what he yeah. wrote, but this was, you know. This is the world we live in, I suppose. Surprise, yeah, surprise. I, I've met Adam Dewey, and he, I, every dealings I've had with him, he's a respectful kid. So I'm taking his word for it, saying, yeah. he's, I, I believe what, what he may say. We've got some more NRL news to come, uh, but we better get to a break. one 1170 to have your say or text 0457 736 736. Welcome back to the run home with Joel and French. <laughs> French. 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 Oh. <laughs> Here's something, Brian. There was yeah. um, we're just in the pro shop, mm. and there's a lot of young school kids here who are, you know, doing their tutoring for golf, I suppose. And this young girl, she's wearing this backpack, and it's horizontal the bag, and everywhere she walks, she's just taking <laughs> everything out. There's golf balls jumping around. There's there's she, in the pro shop. It's a, she knocked just, over the mannequin too. <laughs> Not a worry in the world. Wouldn't you love to be that young again? Hey, guys, just before you know, it's 4.52, which means fact time. 4.52, fact time. Fact time. Okay, on inheriting more than $10 million in cash and oil wells, Mm -hmm. one of the fastest fortune losers in modern times deserted his wife, moved into a smart New York hotel and began offering champagne and oysters to all comers. In one year of riotous living... In 1864, John Washington Steele, known as Coal Oil Johnny, got through his entire inheritance. Wow. Then sober and bankrupt, he went back to his wife, moved to Nebraska and found a job as a railway supervisor. He died insolvent again wow. in 1920. Wow. You're going to go out, Johnny. He's going out with a bang. The run home with Joel and Fletch. Run home with Joel and Fletch. All thanks to the Hyundai Kona, the end line. Yeah. Imagine to be bold, Brian, Absolutely. is the way we're doing yeah, it there. Now, being bold, finally, Brisbane. Brisbane will be loving this. Woogie and uh, Sats will be loving this. The AFLW goes the way for Brisbane. They yeah. had everything go against them. The Broncos went down the Lions yep. in the AFL, but the Brisbane Lions have won their first flag, defeating North Melbourne. And in the cricket, Brian, you'd be wrapped to know this. India won the T20 series 4-1. Rats one. <laughs> Who gives a rat's ass? No one cares. No one's watching. We've no. got the World Cup. We can put our feet on the World Cup trophy. I don't care. You, Who was that bloke? Mohammed Taif? Yeah, yeah. Kaif. 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 Yeah. Oh, wherever he was. <laughs> Brother of Skaif. Uh, yes. Uh, after the news, uh, we've got plenty more still to come. We've got Ooh. Sats and Woogie. And uh, Brian, I tell you what, if you missed the first two hours, the podcast will be waiting for you as well. It is a run home with Joel and Fletch. News, and then back with a whole big hour to follow. I've got some good facts too. Out of the spoon.